3: It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this, of course, The Odd Couple is the way sports talk radio should be. Our number three of a three-hour show. Rob, uh, Denver's up eighteen sixteen. Uh, actually, Miami now has moved ahead nineteen to eighteen. Miami came out and rob they've made two of their first twelve shots, one of or one of their first three free throws. I mean they, they you could tell they were nervous because some of the shots they were missing just shouldn't have been misses. Um, and Denver's not been shooting too well themselves, uh, hence Miami's still in the game. Um, But now Denver's 8-of-16, and Miami's getting hot. They're now 9-of-22, and like I said, with a 19-to-18 lead. Um, So both teams looked a bit nervous early, but I think they're settling down now, and, uh, you know, we'll see if it's a good game or not. Um, But Denver, you know, look, don't relax, Rob. You know, don't don't give these boys any life if you're a nugget, and uh, we'll see if they're able to do that. All right. Um, yeah. Rob, uh, there was a report today that the New Orleans Pelicans are trying to get the number two pick in the draft. Okay. Um, and that, of course, would be the Charlotte Hornets. Um, maybe if they, they, they want to move into the top three, but it looks like they really want the top two. Uh, the second pick. And that looks like it'll be Scoot Henderson, who's a point guard. Uh, He's supposed to be, you know, the top point guard in the class. Uh, Very highly touted. Uh, Would be viewed as the number one pick if it weren't for Victor Wimbanyama, who's going to go number one to the Spurs. So here's, of course, the Charlotte Hornets, Rob, you know, their star player is LaMelo Ball. I mean, maybe not a star yet, but certainly has star potential. I, um, I'm um i going to say this. If I am – now, Brandon Ingram is a great – you know, a, a very good player. I don't want to overstate it, but he's a very good player. He, himself, I believe, was the second pick of the draft. So, you know, if I'm Charlotte, am I interested in Brandon Ingram uh, for the second pick of the draft? He's only 25. It will be 26 in September. You know, that's not bad. You pair him with LaMelo Ball. But, Rob, I got to be honest. With all of his issues, and most importantly, his injury issues, if I'm Charlotte, I think I want Zion. And I don't know. I'm not saying New Orleans would even do that. But I think he's the guy I want. Ingram's really good. He's made an all-star team. But Zion is... The game and franchise changer, and Zion with Lamelo. If Zion's healthy, you're must see TV. And look, I get it. That's the problem. He's never healthy, which is why, if I'm Charlotte, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they'll trade him. It's a risk on Charlotte's part, Rob. And so, what I'm asking you is, either side, would you do Zion if you're New Orleans, or if you're Charlotte, would you want no? No, no. If so you sound like or you're speaking from the New Orleans perspective.
1: No, both. First, oh, there's first oh, wow. two things, Chris. No from New Orleans standpoint, because when he's played, he's been outstanding and been unstoppable. So you just hope that he, he can work past these injuries and things that have gone on and just get to play basketball. The talent is so big that it would be a shame that you give him, you know, you give him away and then he becomes this guy that that he wound up becoming. Okay. And on the flip side, if you Charlotte, if this guy, who, who's this, what is the guy's name? Uh, who's going to be the pick Henderson. number two? Scoot. If Scoot is, should have, would have been the number
3: one pick, had it not been, like, like, why would you, okay. So well, you they got Zion. LaMelo. I mean, and I know obviously you could probably, they would want to play both of them together. But Lamelo is but if, your point guard. Yeah, but if you go, I get it. But if you get
1: Zion and then he winds up being hurt or something, I just think like, be careful, like on both sides. If, it's the risk. If right, there's a risk. But see, for, that's for Charlotte. When I but, hear but also you for New Orleans, that's all. I just, I just let me play it out. I just, I, Zion is too good. If I'm New Orleans, to be giving up
3: on him. Well, I hear you on that front. But that's why I'm surprised you can say if I'm New Orleans, I'm not trading him. But if I'm Charlotte, I don't want him. You know what I'm saying? Like I would think you'd be like, I'm not trading him. And yeah, if I'm Charlotte, I'm trying to get him. Well,
1: um, I'm saying that because if Scoot is was going to be the number one pick if it wasn't for, uh, you know, um. Well, Scoot,
3: Scoot is say- a yeah. He's a six-two. Point guard. No, I, I, get I mean, that. those. I, I, and I'm and not saying the kid might not be special, but a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like we see those. There's a lot of those. No, I, I got
1: it. But I'm, I'm just saying, I know I wouldn't from New Orleans standpoint, I would not trade Zion. I just, I couldn't do it.
3: Yeah. I hear you. Um, and here's why if I'm the Pelican or I'm sorry, if I'm the Hornets, I might just be like, look, if you're not talking Zion, then 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 why are you calling me? You know, because um, check this out. We know about Zion's injuries, which obviously are way worse than uh, Brandon Ingram's. But Ingram hadn't exactly been the pitcher of health. All right, his right. second year round. Right. First year he played 79 games. But from then on, 59 games, 52 games. 62, 61, 55, and 45 last year. So, I mean, he, like I said, he's not the picture of health either. So, I think the more I think about it, and I get your perspective because I would be terrified if I'm New Orleans to trade Zion, right? Because as you said, what if he goes somewhere else and, and stays healthy? Look, Joel Embiid unhealthy for the first three years, I believe, of his career. Yeah, And now, you know, he's playing. And the guy just wanted that big pick. Yep, yep. Uh, We've seen it, Zadrunas Ilgowskis. So we've seen this before, injured early in their career, but get to a point where they can play regularly. And so if I'm Charlotte, Rob, it's a risk. I'm telling New Orleans, look, I'm taking a risk too. Your boy can't stay healthy. But he would be my target if I'm there. What do they have to lose? I mean, is, is Scoot Henderson really going to make them all that? Now, maybe, maybe the kid turns out to be a phenomenal point guard. And, and that's where your scouting department comes in. If you're looking at this guy, you think he's awesome. and You think he can play with LaMelo Rob. Even if you are thinking, well, it might be one or the other. They're just at a position where they need talent, right? They're not very good. They just need to get the most talent they can get, and then one of them maybe becomes a trade asset if LaMelo or or Scoot. So I hear you, but I I think if I'm them, I'm going for Zion. And if I can't get him, I'm just going to take the second pick.
1: No, I get that. I mean, if if you think you could pry Zion away, Chris, I hear that. But I'm you just want Ingram, if I'm New Orleans.
3: If you're no. Charlotte,
1: nope. Yeah, I and mean that doesn't mean he's not a good player. Right. I just he doesn't move it. He doesn't move the needle like getting a Zion would do for your franchise.
3: Right. It just doesn't. I mean Zion number one would be box office, assuming he's healthy. He puts you on the national map uh, again, along with Lamelo Rob. You know, so you got both of them, and they're both exciting players. And what I do, Rob, is I would, and look, maybe New Orleans is tried, but I would put dude on a weight regimen or something like that. You know, you got Michael Jordan there. He hasn't sold the team yet. And so I would think Zion would be willing to listen to him, you know, and uh, I would think Mike would do that. But he's also, Rob, remember, Zion is a Jordan brand athlete.
1: He so is. He's that. a part of that. That's yep. a good point there, but um, I don't know. Of course, if you're Charlotte, and you could get him, Chris, that would be a, a great because because it's it's one over production over potential. You know, right. like you just said, like it still would be. You know, when Zion's been healthy, Chris, he's been a monster. Absolutely, right? Almost unstoppable. Go look at his numbers. Yep. No, it's, he's it's he's been phenomenal. It's not that he phenomenal. can't play. Is that right. he can't stay healthy, and, yep. and and if he gets over that hurdle, one of these years, maybe this year, and you gave the perfect example of Joel Embiid for three years, Chris, three years, and and then the guy wins an MVP.
3: Yep, yep, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I, I mean, I I'm with you on New Orleans, though. I would be shocked, and there are a lot of those beginning to think does Zion need a fresh start because of the latest stuff with the baby and baby mama drama and all that. But my point is, Rob, that that's that's the type of stuff that can happen anywhere. You know what I mean? Like he could be in Milwaukee and, and that type of stuff happen. Um, uh, absolutely. Good. You know, and, like and I, I think a job. Right. And I know, yeah, could play with guns wherever he's at too. But I don't know. I feel like Memphis, I don't know. I, I, he, I feel like he kind of needs to get away from that culture. I don't know that they'll trade him, but I'm just saying. But I, I, don't, I don't feel like necessarily the same way about Zion having to get out of New Orleans. I mean, I think his biggest challenge there is probably the food. Real, real talk, you know? And there's a lot of good food
1: down there, as you know.
3: Right, right. He eating gumbo and jambalaya. Beignets. Beignets for breakfast. Four shrimp po-boys for lunch.
1: All right, Chris. <laughs> Gumbo you for dinner.
3: <laughs> and Jambalaya for a midnight, a midnight capper. That's why I, I can't lose weight jambalaya. and stay on the on the on the on the court. Nah, but um, let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877 996 If you're New Orleans, would you be willing to trade Zion Williamson, who, let's face it, can't stay healthy, at least to this point, for the number two pick in the draft? Your thoughts next. It's Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: All right, it's The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm in Jersey. Rob is in Vegas. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds is what brings us to you. They're just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It's Chris and Rob the Odd Cup. We want your thoughts on, uh, would you give up Zion Williamson if you're New Orleans for the number two pick?
1: All right, Chris, let's get it kicked off with uh Calvin. In San Antonio, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Calvin?
2: Good evening, gentlemen. I uh, just wanted to say if I was New Orleans, I would because that kid from Alabama more than likely will be the number two overall pick. But if I was Charlotte, I'm not sure if uh, Zion would be worth it because he has not
3: shown he can stay healthy. So you would take the, the branded kid from Alabama? If he would be number two. Obviously. If, He'll be there if, Wimbe, if Wimbe Yama is the number one overall. If, if. I, he is, he will be.
1: I didn't he know him? If. Oh yeah, we we all know that. But I mean, it hasn't happened yet. So
2: I'm just saying if. But if he was the number one overall pick, yes, I would take that kid from Alabama. Brandon Miller, outside of Wembenyama, I think he's the best one in the draft.
3: Well, um, we will see. But you said he said he would give up Zion, right? Wow, wow. All right, Chris. Let's go to. Uh, Joe Lou, is
1: that, where's Rob G? Joe Lou in Texas? Jola, I'm sorry, Jola in Texas. Yes, sir. Hey, I just wanted to say, man, I look up to y'all. Y'all are the best on the radio.
2: By man, man. The thank you. Little kids, but man, no, I would not give up Zion. I would just have to hold it out. He's a little childish, for sure. And it makes sense to send him to, you know, back to the Carolinas. He's from Duke. He right. played, he's from there uh the Jordan thing y'all were talking about, I just cannot give up that talent. You know, you have to stick it through. You know, like you said, what if he loses weight like Charles Barkley or he gets more focused in like uh Joel Embiid and starts taking his uh career more seriously, you know? We have to you have to keep him in New Orleans for sure. Can't send him back.
1: Yep. All right. You Jolo, thank talent. you, man. We appreciate the words and appreciate that. Yeah yep. I I just couldn't do it, Chris. It would be hard. Uh eight seven seven 99 on Fox is the telephone number. If you want to jump in, we'll do that. Here's uh, Joseph in Indianapolis. Uh, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Joseph?
3: How much How are you guys
1: doing tonight? We're doing we good. good,
3: man. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, before I get my point, pur- can you guys have Skip Bayless from the show sometime? I'm a big Skip fan. <laughs>
1: uh, I think, Christian, we have on one one time. Did we do it one time or no? Had,
3: we might have once. I'm not sure. I don't know, early on, early on, bar, so. yeah, yeah. We
1: worked with Skip for twenty years almost, yep. uh, eighteen yep. years, or whatever it is, Chris. A uh, a long time. Chris yep. and I and Skip are the only three to do all the three debate shows. I mean, Whole like pizza, the pizza, first
3: take and undisputed. undisputed. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Go ahead, Joseph. But I wouldn't trade that second overall. If I was
2: Charlotte, I would not get that second overall pick for Zion. Because Zion has proven he cannot stay healthy to save his life. If Zion's not careful, like, like yeah, I mean, La- LaMelo Ball and Zion would be a fun combo. But Zion has not proven. And I'd better off picking Stude Henderson with that second pick, then eventually try to move LaMelo eventually to get more picks if I can.
3: Now, look, I, I get it. I mean, that's, that's why. That's the only reason you might even be able to get a Zion, Rob, the fact that he can't stay healthy. Right. So I mean, it risk. would
1: be right. It, it, ain't, it ain't based on the idea that, they can't, that he can't play. You know what right. I mean? It would be just a health issue. And look at that, Miami up by 10. Wow. Yeah.
3: You know, Denver.
1: Chris, I told you the 8.5 was a good bet. I still think Denver's going to win.
3: Yeah, I do too. For some reason, I like, I guess just the fact that they're up 3-1, I just feel like, you know what, they're going to get together. And they've been, I don't think they've played well, obviously. Because Miami was shooting horribly, as we said. So Denver just kind of, you know, look, Rob, we talked about it and Michael Malone talked about, like, don't. Take this team for granted, right? Don't take this victory for granted. You know, it's not over. You got to win four, but they're human. Michael Wilbon, Rob, on the pregame show made a great point. He said, look, Michael Jordan was in this position three times where he was up 3-1, and I think one of them he was up 3-0 against Seattle, he mentioned, and they lost each game. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's human nature. Like, remember when they were up 3-0 on Seattle, Jordan's Bulls, and they lost the next two. But the feeling, at least that I had, and I think most people had, Rob, was like, they they, they relaxed. They know they got this, you know? And 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 sure enough, they win game six.
1: um, It is human nature. To relax yep. when you think you have something in hand, yeah. But just you like can that, tell Chris, yourself quickly as many
3: times as you want.
1: Right, they were up by ten. They just ran off six in a row, and right. you know what I mean. Like, like I'm, I'm just close at the half, and then they turn it on. Like, like they won't blow them out, Chris, because they're fighting for their lives, Miami. They won't. That's why I took the eight and a half points. They won't blow them out. I expect right. Denver to win.
3: Yeah, I, I still feel definitely feel uh, that Denver's going to get this win. And as you said, they move within, what, four now, 39, 35, about five and a half minutes left in the first half. Um, Yeah, it's uh, Jimmy Butler, though, Rob. A lot of people, you know, have talked about they need Butler to step up. Um, He's got six points, one for four from the field. And so um he's
1: Chris struggling. that ain't gonna get it done, okay? No, Let's just, Bams that ain't gonna carried get it him. Done. Bam's
3: got 14. Um Max Struess has found his shot. He's got eight. But, you know, look, and, and Jimmy Butler is a, a very good player. And like I said, I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. But Rob, just the fact that and and I don't think he should be getting crushed for not having a great NBA Finals. He's having a Good one, right? He's not playing badly, but he's not playing at the level of the superstar. You know, you would think he'd play at, and he's not getting killed, Rob, because people know he's only a certain level of player. As good as he is, is that? Would you agree with that?
1: Yes. Like if this was LeBron
3: playing below his ability, or Jokic, or Embiid, or you know any of those level players, they'd be getting destroyed.
1: You can't, you can't crush him. You just can't because he's, no. not, he's not on that, in that ilk right. with those other guys. So, yeah. I mean, you could say if he plays poorly, play poorly, but you're not going to crush the guy.
3: Right, exactly, exactly. All right, um, we're going to go to the NFL next, Rob, and we talked about it with Ephraim Salam, but running backs are upset. In the NFL, that's next. But first,
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Yep. The numbers that he brought up where Jokic has, what, seven and uh, Jamal Murray has two points. And right. they're they, and they're missing all these shots, Chris. And they're only down by five.
3: Five, right? I mean,
1: you know they're going to play better. Like I'm, I'm telling you that. Oh, Yeah, Malone's
3: going to get on them in a half. Oh yeah, as I mean, should. that's what you, you just start don't want to look, wanna look. Do we think Miami would come back and win? You know, in seven? No. But you don't want to play around, man. You know, Never. you're the better team in this thing now. Don't give them life. You know, because any you just. Don't mess around. And so I'm, I agree. I think they'll, they'll come out and play better in the second half and end this thing. All right, thank you, Steve. It's Chris and Rob, the couple, live from the TireRack.com studios. And Rob, Ephraim Salam said it earlier in the first hour of the show, and it's true. The owners know, Rob, that they've got these running backs in a bad position. They got them in the palm of their hand. Uh, the position's been very much undervalued. And remember, this is a, a, a throwing league
1: now. It wasn't always yep. like that. There were Barry Sanders and Eric Dickerson. They were biggest, the biggest
3: stars in the game, yes. Chris. They the were bigger backs. than quarterbacks. They were. I mean, really. You know, I mean, quarterbacks were always big, obviously. But Jim Brown, O.J. Simpson, Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton, Barry said, you mentioned it right. Running backs would be the first picks in the draft. Those, those were the stars, Chris. When they, when they didn't, but but
1: now they pass the ball every down, so yeah, uh, they don't look at running backs. Even though, in a lot of situations, you still need them, right? Chris, you need a running game. You need, you need to get yards. I, I mean, you cannot throw the ball every down. There are downs where you need somebody to. To to rush the
3: ball and get you that first down, but it is true that I hate you can find a productive running back almost anywhere. Rob, I mean, you know, that's an overstatement, but you can. Alvin Kamara, I believe, was a third round pick, right? Kareem Hunt was a was a you know he he's not as productive as he once was with the Chiefs, but he's still a good running back with the Browns. Look at Isaiah Pacheco in Kansas City, beat out Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You know, like like there are a lot of brothers out there that can tote the mail, if you will, run the football. Tote the mail. Very nice. <laughs> and I feel, I feel for, you know, for these running backs. I really do. Cause I like you, Rob. I mean, growing up, they were the superstars. They were your favorite football players. And now they're just treated like, I mean, I hate to say this, like. You know, offensive linemen. Even more offensive linemen are, you know, getting more love. Left. Are more valuable. I, right? I
1: agree. It it is a, a shocking turnaround when you think about where we are and just how how Barry Sanders couldn't play today. And I say that Chris tongue in cheek. But you know what I mean.
3: No, like, it, Can you imagine me and Barry Sanders today? Well, and, the, and, the problem and, started when they started, you know going to the two-back system. Right. Right? Because that's obviously going to limit your carries and your yardage and your perceived value. And um, But like you said, it's all a part of the passing game because right. now you get a, a running back who can catch and you got one that's more of a runner you know, or a blocker or whatever. And, and you so, don't have to, what you call
1: Chris, you don't have to hand them the ball in the, yep. and, and the You just throw them, let them go in the flat, dump it out. Yep. If you're Patrick Mahomes or these guys, and let those guys run, and and Absolutely. it's a it's a pass, not it's a running play. You know what I mean? But it's yep. but it's it's yeah, right. A, it, it really right. is like it a it is a running ball. play.
3: Right. Well, here's what's going on now. Josh Jacobs, great running back for the Raiders. He was franchise tagged. I remember his rookie year. Remember he had a bust out rookie
1: year for the yep. Raiders.
3: Really like Jacobs. Um, Tony Pollard, who we both like, franchise tagged by the Cowboys, and. Now, Saquon Barkley, not now, he's been the same as those guys, franchise tagged. And uh, on I Am Athlete with Brandon Marshall, Rob, uh, Brandon said this, the running back position is the most disrespected position in all Mm. of sports. And then he went on to say it's time for running backs like Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley to boss up and secure the money they deserve. Now, Josh Jacobs retweeted that and then also tweeted this a couple days ago. Sometimes it's not about you. We got to do it for the ones after us. Now, look, I would like to see these guys get paid. Rob, Dallas, they overpaid that last deal with Ezekiel Elliott. But both you and I said we're glad he got the bag. And they were a little different, Rob, in that they were more dependent on the run game than most teams are today. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And when were the Cowboys the best, Chris?
1: When Ezekiel Elliott was was the best at his best. You could people could say, "Oh, Dak is this and that." When it was about the running the football, Chris, that team was was on the cusp of maybe winning a championship. Or people looked at the Cowboys like that. They had a good defense. Had a running game and they had Dak who could make plays, right? Right. Uh, 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 in, in, in situations. But I don't know um, if they would be that good or, or if they didn't have it. And I understand, like, like, uh, Jerry Jones has gotten that happen to him twice, Chris, where guys have sat out. And of and course, Image, Image, that Smith, of course. Emmett Smith did. The time, it. Yeah, yeah.
3: When the running back was the bell cow.
1: But 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 he's done it twice. Where guys have sat out on him and he paid him. A right. lot of people, a lot of people didn't think he should have gotten the Ezekiel Elliott shouldn't have got that deal at that time. But that's Jerry Jones.
3: Well, remember, and Ephraim said it. Look, Elliott went down from there. He wasn't horrible, but he got you know he got progressively worse. His production declined. But good for him that he got yeah, the. we're money. not mad at him at right. all, right? But, it, bro, but if you're from the team, look, I get it, Rob, from the team's perspective. I mean, this is really something, and I'm going to say this. Saquon Barkley, the franchise tag right now is $10 million. So if he played next season, it'd be for $10 million. He has turned down offers of $12.5 and $13 million a year. Now, I get it. I, I'm going to fight as much as he can if I'm him to get you know 20 25 million guaranteed. I'm gonna be honest with you though. I wouldn't sit out. Not might bluff. I might wait till the last minute. But the running backs are in a bad position. I think this is something that's gonna be and it may not be settled, Rob, but it really is gonna have to be settled in the in the CBA. The collective bargaining. luck with that, agreement. Chris.
1: They can't even get healthcare or I know uh, Good but luck. you know,
3: I I get it. But I'm just saying. And look, good luck Le'Veon with that. Bell, you remember Le'Veon Bell sat out with Pittsburgh. Now he did eventually get paid. He got the money by the Jets. His career didn't so get you, done, but, but his career was. Ho- I mean, now look, maybe he would have been on the decline. I doubt it. I think he would have still been he still really good. Still got paid with though. He got paid, which ultimately, look, these guys are making a living. But his career, I mean, forget never the same. I mean, it was it was. It was horrific with the Jets. And here's the problem, though, Rob. Teams will see that and say, and I got, look, if I'm another team as great as a Saquon Barkley is or Josh Jacobs, I'm probably saying, you know what? I I can get a back. He won't be quite as good as them, but he could be close for a lot less. So I would not sit out and I I get it. It'd be biting a bullet. And just go to play for this ten million dollars, but that's ten million dollars. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I hear you, but but that's what they're hoping for. And sometimes you have to you have to give to get. And 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 you're right, Chris. It would be nice if the players could do it together and have more bargaining power. But sometimes you got to stand up for your principle and and not be taken advantage of. And and sometimes. And and there are people I talk about it all the time, and I and I know it's different, a little different, but Kurt Flood gave up his career in the major leagues, Chris, uh, to fight uh, free agency, that it wasn't fair yeah. that the owners could could have you forever, Chris, and you couldn't do anything about it. All these players today are free agents because of Kurt Flood. Right. Kurt Flood lost in the Supreme Court, Chris. He didn't win, but it did start the pathway. For people to be able to have some rights, and that they couldn't hold on to you, and 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 you had no rights to move anywhere. I mean, right.
3: so but so to I, your I, point. I I just don't think any of these running backs. No, I, I have that I, power. Chris, I get
1: it. I get it. But but, and and I'm not. I I don't think you're crazy. I just think sometimes you know, you got to be willing to put up a fight, and you can't be taken advantage of. It's not fair that they're singling out the running backs and not paying them.
3: And they and and in fairness they're not singling out the running back. You know what I mean? Like it's really the nature of the position. It's one of the, like quarterback you could play tw- you know 20 years. Uh receiver, you know, you you don't know, your life isn't that long as a receiver, but it's longer than a running back typically, right? Yeah. Yeah, but You but know, I, so a lot of it's the nature of the position. I mean, it's it's ending up hurting the running backs more than anybody. But I don't think they're just picking on the running backs. I think it's like, look, it, the position is not that valuable anymore. So why should I overpay a guy?
1: No, I, I get the overpaying, but I just I just still think, uh, in Saquon Barkley's thing, well, what, he was a high draft pick. Why should you know what I mean? Like you must have thought something nah, of me. You, you didn't draft me in the third they round, drafted Chris. Him number two, I thought that That's was what I'm a mistake saying. to get that it. a
3: running back that early. Right,
1: but then that's their mistake. Like,
3: and uh, he's a leader in that locker room. Right, like guys respect him. He's an upstanding citizen, high character guy. He fought his way back from injury,
1: yep. Chris. When everybody thought he might—is he on the—is uh, he on the outs or going the other way? And and he fought his way back. Right, and had
3: a really good year last year. All right, it's Chris and Rob, the odd couple. We got one segment left. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. Fox.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Odd Couple live from the Tyrag.com studios. And uh, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together. So you can save on both learn more at or one eight hundred Progressive. All right, Rob, uh, fifty-one forty-four Miami up by seven. Can I give at you the, the horrific half. numbers, Chris? These yeah,
1: they're, numbers they're, are
3: they're they're crazy.
1: Horrific. And yet they should be. I mean, they're one for fifteen, Chris, from, from three. Pre-
3: right.
1: I mean, and they're down by seven? One for fifteen? Uh some of the
3: other numbers. I mean, it, it's Jamal Murray four points, two of right. seven shooting. Jokic nine points, nine rebounds, four assists, uh, four of six shooting. So he hasn't been, you know, as active. Um, I, I mean, honestly, Rob, it, it just looks like the Nuggets. I don't want to say coasting, but it just they just don't have the same intensity. That they've had in these last two games, yeah, and in three of the first four.
1: And the other thing too, I mean, he went down there on the road, won both games. You feel Chris like, you know, I mean, you talked about it before, human nature, man. We got this, like, like you got to play it out. And they had nine turnovers, Chris, in the first half, right? The most in
3: in the first half in any half since February. This is June, (laughs) right? Now, what's keeping them in it? is, I mean, the Heat aren't exactly shooting the lights out. I said they no. started two for 12. They're shooting 39%. They're 4 of 15 from three. That's 26%. So they're not, like, lighting it up. But they got a lead, and they got to be feeling good, and, you know. Uh, but Jimmy Butler, Rob, eight points, two of eight from the field. Bam out of Bayou's carrying them with 18. and yeah, he's having and a big night. He's been their best player in this series. I mean, he's yeah. been better than Jimmy Butler. There's no a, doubt about no it. And, and
1: again, this is like like the law of averages, Chris. We've talked about it before. Like, and I know I, I want to sound like a broken record. This team, the Denver team, is too good. They're going to shoot two for 30.
3: No, they're not. Right. It's going to correct itself. Right, right. It, it will. They're going to shoot better than they're right. They, they, they might not get on fire, but they're not going to be – Go right. one for 15 again. That's forgotten. exactly like the chance of that
1: are, are like zero. Like, like they will make baskets. They'll set up some plays early on to get some easy buckets. Chris, get them back in the flow of it. You're not buried. You're down by seven. You're knocked down the first three of the second half. Chris, And you're down by four. That, that, yep. I mean, that's, that's what you got to explain to the guy. This game ain't over. Are you kidding? Chris, we talk about it with the three point shot. You, oh, you could yeah. be you could be down by twelve or fourteen in the fourth quarter and win a game. Yep, this game ain't
3: over. Anybody who thinks it is, they're crazy. Rob Aaron Gordon, the star of Game Four, three points. Yeah, come on. He's only nope. taking two shots for some reason. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's here's how weird. here's how out of it Denver is, Rob. This is, this is guess what? There you're probably looking at the numbers, so I'll just say them. Yes, they're Sam. shooting 37% from the free throw line. I mean, they're three of eight what from it, the foul line.
1: What an indication, Chris, right there. And that, I don't that, know that, that many, says but it all. three of eight. Yep.
3: I mean, that the other stuff, I mean, I don't think this was it, but you could attribute that to the Heat, you know, defense or something, right? You but, could say, all oh, the Heat are getting yeah. after it. They're not, they're contesting the shots. The free throw, that says it all. It's an 80% foul shooting team or something like that. Close to 80, not, not 80. Right.
1: Oh, it's, it's outrageous.
3: I mean, three for eight. That it, it makes you wonder, did they go out and kick it last night? And Chris. You know, I'm, did they go out and suffer right. for the nut record, Rob? For the, uh, no, I don't have the, nut. go, ahead, go yeah. ahead. I'm just going to say, and remember, Chris. Yeah, they're, I, I no, they're shooting 81% from the foul line in the playoffs. Wow. I, I wish you were and here, Chris, in
1: Las Vegas here. The win Las Vegas. And this Blue Wire Studios, Chris, here. Man, thanks to everybody here who helped us uh, have the Odd Couple halfway here with so much going on in Las Vegas, Chris. It was awesome.
3: That's right. I'm glad you could be there. I wish I could have been there with you. I'm sure you guys are having a ball. All right. We out. Keep it locked. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon next. Peace.